Good morning, everybody. We are talking Tao of the day and um, happy anniversary wisdom. I am so grateful to have been a part of this uh, community and be a part of this app for uh, the time that I have been. Um, I've been on here for over a year and I've been and I started these. I started Tao of the day as two or three talks that I in that I called the Tao Day Ching Chats, and um, they changed into the Tao into Tao of the Day right around the middle of the month. I'm looking at my I'm looking at my uh, my history here, and the first Tao of the Day was on the 13th of October, so that'll be Thursday next week. Will be the first official. Um, wisdom Tao of the day. That's when I, um, that's when I first encountered doing Tao of the day. And so if you have a number between one and 81, like burning, you know, burning a hole in your chest, you just give me a call. You just step up and I will take your number and we will read through a Tao. If you were with me yesterday, you will have seen that Alan and Johnny and Kelly and Kristen all picked numbers that really just helped them understand where they were right now. Here we are almost a year out. I am I am one week away from having done the first Dao um, of the day, uh, the first official Dao of the day, and I did it and I started doing that every day for a long time. And then after about six months, I started taking a couple days off a week. But I think this week I only missed one day. And, and it's really, really grateful for the ability to be able to come on here and do the Tao and, and present the Tao to you. The Tao is an ancient text written about 600 BCE. And I am so grateful for all that the Tao has done for me because the Tao, you know, it, it helped me through my recovery. You know, come December, I'm going to have 22 years clean and sober. And that's a big deal for me. Not because I couldn't do it. Of course I could. Of course I did. It's not like it's, and I'm not, and I don't really count days, but 22 years is a long time. And I need to be able to pat myself on the back a little bit for having achieved that. But a big reason that I was able to achieve that is because I was introduced to the Tao. And that's what I'm here to do. Like, I don't know what drove me to actually do the Tao. I've done Tao of the Day on every platform. I did it on Instagram. I did it on uh, Facebook. I did it just writing about the Tao. But this version of Tao of the Day, this version of doing the Tao where I talk to somebody and we read through a Tao together, there's 81 chapters. I don't know that anybody that I've talked to has picked 81 numbers. I am going to be making an app for Tao of the Day. Uh, where you'll be able to pick a number and then get recordings that were made here on Wisdom of me talking about those numbers, as well as read the text and the notes that come with the text and my translation notes or my rendition notes so that you understand the whole of the, of the chapter that you picked. And then you'd be able to pick numbers and, 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 uh, turn off numbers you've already picked so that you can kind of explore the Tao in new ways. But until then, I'm here to take your number and we can read through each of these as, uh, as you pick them. So if you have a number between 1 and 81, definitely step up and uh, let me know. Let me know what number it is and then we can talk all about what the Tao has to offer you today.
because the Tao is, uh, as an ancient text, it has, it has a connection with people. It has a connection with mankind. It has a connection to each and every one of us. And I know that that's something that you're, you could say, I don't know anything about the Tao, but really the Tao has been around for a long time and it is a part of our collective consciousness. So when you say, I want to read number six, there's a reason that number six is being called to you. you know, even if you think, oh, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm making this. Yes, you have free will, sure. But you are never not living in collaboration with Tao. So Tao is here with you. And once again, Tao isn't anything, right? Tao is everything, but it's just a word. I don't want, I don't want you to think that like, I'm trying to replace God or I'm trying to, you know, put anything in front of anything else. It's just, this is what it's called for lack of a better word. We use the word Tao. And that's what, and that's what it says essentially in the first, in the first verse, which is words are particular. They cannot express Tao. To have a name is to be limited to manifestation. That which is nameless is the source of all manifestation. That which is nameless is the source of all manifestation. It is the source of everything that you have experienced in your life. And because of that, and because, you know, like it is nameless, it is perfect. You know, and, and there is no way that we can uh, put a name and try and keep in a box that which is nameless, that which is bigger than everything else. There's no way that we can do that. And that's what gratitude is. That's what love is. That's what all of these things that we experience in our lives are. You know, like we experience this from one moment to, ne to the next moment. And what is it? Well, if you give it, if you give it a name, you're, you're closing yourself off to it. You're closing yourself off to what can possibly be. And you're saying, okay, this is good. This is bad. This is right. This is wrong. This is up. This is down. This is like, all of those things can change at any moment because it's manifestation. But when we get beyond the manifestation, we stop trying to limit ourselves to a, a, a doctrine, stop trying to limit ourselves to a name, stop trying to limit ourselves to anything that is, that is, that is held within a box. You cannot be held within a box. You cannot be limited to a name. So if your name is George, well, what people think George is, is held within certain confines, within a certain box. And as soon as you name it, George, well, you've limited it. And that's what this first verse continues to go on to say self-referential, those who name, name themselves. You know, we, we name a tree. Okay. Here's a silver maple. Beautiful. That's the silver maple. Now all other silver maples are like this. And then this is what silver maples do. And this is where they grow. And this is what they are. And da, 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 all of these things. This is, this is what makes up a silver maple. Here's a book and I can tell you all about it. But if we were to look further into what the, the essence and into the, the spirit of that silver maple, we would see that actually there's no, there's no limit to it because actually the silver maple came up in a ship and the silver maple came up in a fire and the silver maple came up in a house and the silver maple, like this is actually everything. And that's you as well, you know, and it's not just in the manifestation, 
It is deeper than that. There is a spirit in that silver maple, and it is out here with us as well. And so when we, uh, when we get to this place of naming and, and keeping things in a box, we can only understand things sometimes as they exist in the box. And we can't ex understand them outside of the box. And if we can't understand them outside of the box, then we get really lost in trying to understand ourselves. And that's what this line, self-referential, those who name, name themselves. So referring to self, constantly referring to self, constantly comparing ourselves to the outside world and saying, like, this is, this is who I am in relation to that which is around me. This is who I am in relation to that which I see uh, external to myself. This is who I am. Once I see that, once I start to express that and experience that, that is why I want to reference myself. That's why I become self-referential. Okay, well, I named the tree. Well, if I named the tree, what am I? Well, I am this thing that is in relation to everything else. Now, all of a sudden, we are so far from the truth of everything, which is that it can't be given a name. Sure, you could try and you could hold it to that name and you can hold yourself to that name and you can tell yourself you are a mother or you are a father or a brother or a, you know, you, you hold these qualities that can be held within a box. Sure. You can tell yourself though that until you're blue in the face, but the reality is, is that you're more than that. You, I don't care how many books, how many volumes of books, I don't care how many libraries you fill with all of the things that you are, you are still more than that. And you will always be more than that. And this is where this number one, and I'm just reading number one because we started talking about like naming. Do you want to express the depth of the mystery? Then stop identifying. Do you want to experience the shallowness of the manifestation? Then differentiate. Either way, nobody can tell the differences in the experience. That's the thing. Like nobody can tell if you're holding yourself back because you're living your life just like everybody else. The difference between the mystery and the manifestation is in the experience that you're having. And nobody outside of you is going to be able to tell which of those experiences you're having. So maybe you're having an experience that is embroiled in mystery. And yet everybody looks at you and thinks that you're stuck in the manifestation. It's hard to speak of anything without being in manifestation because speaking is part of the manifestation giving names to things is part of the manifestation that is just the that is just how it unfolds so i wasn't expecting to read number one um i want to see if i can find pardon me um so let's see what this 37 inspired action. Um, so I'm going to go through 37 uh, for whatever reason. Um, there is. Uh -huh, uh -huh. 
So yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and go through 37. If you're with me and you want to pick a number between 1 and 81, I would love to have your, um, I would love to have your, uh, your input, and I would love to have a conversation with you here on the one-year anniversary of Wisdom, and I would love to have your, uh, I would love to hear your number and be able to share with you what is going on with uh, your number and the Tao. So, number 37 is entitled Inspired Action. Tao never does anything, yet inspires everything to do. So, this is the, uh, this is kind of the crux of, uh, of free will, right? It doesn't do anything, but it is, it is inspiring you to do things. It is inspiring stones and wind and and the earth to do things. It is inspiring those things to be done. When beings maintain the action of Tao, when you are living in collaboration with Tao, and when you know within yourself that you are not what it is you, you, you know, like you appear to be simply in the manifestation, when you know that you're more than that, they spontaneously transform from within. So you will spontaneously transform from within. When I was talking to Lois this morning about uh, gratitude and the one-year anniversary of wisdom and all of these things, you know, the the idea that we look back and we recognize that we have grown, but that growth isn't planned. If you if you are going out of your way and saying I am going to grow, and I am going to spiritually enhance my life. <laughs> No, like you're, you're, you're already going about it in the wrong way, right? Because like following Tao is the only true way of growth, right? Following, like allowing yourself to recognize your, um, your, yourself in all things is the way to grow. And when you do that, that growth is going to happen spontaneously and you're going to transform, maybe not externally but from within. And that's going to be something that won't be able to be measured. You know, and that's, I was talking to someone yesterday who's going to, who's doing a course on mindfulness and they're getting a degree in some mindfulness thing. And I was like, you know, the, the tough thing about academics is that we measure, you know, and academics loves to measure. We love to grade you and we love to do this and that. And, you know, uh, she was even talking about this idea that when she was going to class, her, her, her advisor said, well, if you want to pass, then you're going to add this to it. And I told her, well, do you want to, is your journey more important than passing or is passing more important than your journey? And it was all about this idea that, you know, can one and this is what Dr. Rao is always telling me and uh, kudos to Dr. Rao. Love him, love all that he does. If you don't follow him, if you're not paying attention to what Dr. Rao is saying, I think that's uh, that's a missed opportunity. And I would definitely reach out to Dr. Rao and, and, and join him and listen to him uh, very intently because he has a lot to offer. Um, and, um, and, and celebrate this idea uh, that if you engage in a spiritual journey and then are constantly stepping back into the manifestation and checking in on your spiritual journey, you're not on a spiritual journey. You're on a journey of manifestation that is um, trying to 
explore the journey of spirit. And, and that, and that's a, that's a difficult, uh, that's a difficult thing to bear. I mean, it's been said by many guru, uh, that, you know, and this is what Dr. Rao is telling me all the time, stop engaging in the intellectual, you know, and, and I agree with him completely, uh, completely. Now I engage the way I engage and, and I don't, know if it is right or wrong or good or bad or whatever. I don't, I don't put anything on that. I just engage the way I engage, but I do agree with him completely. And it is about being present with you and the you that is the screen, you know, like he, he talked about once this idea of, you know, when you're watching a movie, you can be entertained by the movie. You can say, oh, what's real here? Well, what's real is the screen. Can you see the screen beyond the movie that you're projecting in your life? Can you see the substrate of spirit that everything is built on? Or do you get lost in words or do you get lost in proof or do you get lost in all of the things that are in the manifestation? You know, so when beings maintain the action of Tao, they spontaneously transform from within. So my friend who's going through this course, like she will ultimately be trying to follow the course of Tao, but every, every chance she gets, she's going to have to revert to the ego and write something down and analyze and do all of these things rather than allowing it to be what it is. And then when she was talking to her advisor, advisor said, well, if you want to pass, here's this thing. And I said, yeah, well, what's more important? You and your journey, you and your, your mindfulness or your grade, because your grade is not part of your spiritual journey. I mean, maybe it is. I mean, I can't say that it's not, but, but if you are going to change how you are mindful so that you can get a grade, is that, is that where the value is for you? When that transformation acquires a name or an identity, external forces inspire actions from desire. See, this is an interesting line because if you spontaneously transform from within, okay, like you're spontaneously transforming from within. So now you're a different person. Now you're mindful. This is where my friend is. When that transformation acquires a name, it acquired a name and that's her grade. That's her class. That's her dissertation on mindfulness. So it acquired a name. Now external forces inspire actions from desire. She has a desire to get a proper grade. So external forces, her, her advisors inspire actions, external forces, her desire to get a, a grade inspire actions from desire. They inspire, all of her actions are now inspired from desire, even though she started transforming naturally from within because she started following Tao. Unfortunately, in following Tao, that transformation led her to a place that she wanted to anchor. When that transformation acquired a name, it acquired a name. Oh, I want to get a degree in mindfulness. Okay. Now, as I journey into this 
uh, exploration of mindfulness of my own life. I want the approval of others in order to do that, to prove that I'm so... It started with a very beautiful transformation, and then it acquired a name, and that name now is causing her to look outside of herself to see what actions she can take to further that transformation rather than trusting Tao to take that transformation further. Actions without identity are free from external goals. Actions without identity. So she's, she, she naturally moved towards mindfulness and then she added her identity to it. Then she added all of this stuff to it in order for her to see the external goals and now she wants to explore those external goals. Without desire, honoring stillness, all things are at peace. And that's, that's what this is. That's what this is talking about. It's talking about this idea that like actions without identity, take your identity out of it, allow yourself to act without your identity, be free from the external goals of, you know, writing your dissertation, be free from the external goals of, of uh, the grade, don't have a desire to hold a degree, honor the stillness, all things will be at peace. That doesn't mean you won't get a degree, but don't allow the getting of the degree to alter how you are going to be mindful. If it is just in the course of your mindfulness, and this is like, you know, like I, I said, in something that Dr. Rao talks to me about all the time. Well, if nobody wants to step up and pick a number, I'm going to end it there. 37, such a beautiful verse. Thank you so much for joining me today. And once again, this is a celebration of the one year anniversary of um, a celebration of the Tao and the one year anniversary of of wisdom. Um, maybe I, I won't be able to do anything special on the 13th, but um, uh, for the one year, one year anniversary of the first Tao of the day uh, here on Wisdom. So I'm probably just going to, you know, alter the title like I did here today and we'll, uh, we'll explore that. Well, thank you so much for joining me uh, for Tao of the Day. If you benefit from the work that I'm doing here, I, I always am open to accepting um, financial support. Uh, and I want to just give a shout out and send a little love to everybody that's celebrating the one year anniversary of, of, uh, of wisdom and all of my friends. I'm, I, I love so, I, I love all of you. Like every one of you that I have interacted with, um, especially for those that I've interacted with on the Dow, we have, we have made some deep connections and I really appreciate all that you have, uh, all that you have given me and all that I have learned. So thank you so much to each and every one of you. Uh, happy anniversary wisdom and happy, uh, happy wisdom, everybody that uh, is connected. Well, until next time, keep recovering yourself.